Making friends, welcome to Making Disciples. My name is Chris, I'm your host. It's so good to have you with me today. Hey, it's Monday morning and I've got my cup of coffee. We had an amazing Sunday yesterday. It was so good to see folk that I've not seen for a little while. We had a whole bunch of guests at church, which was brilliant. I wasn't preaching and that, that is always a joy when I'm not preaching. Uh, we had such a good Sunday and uh, I'm just buzzing. I've got that Monday morning buzz. Uh, so I'm sitting down to record the podcast this morning with a bit of a Sunday uh, buzz happening. Uh, now today's episode is entitled, Have You Had Your Spiritual Glow Up? Have you had your spiritual glow up? Now, I don't want to say too much. If you know what a glow up is, you know what a glow up is. And if you don't know what a glow up is, I'm going to be telling you what a glow up is. So chill. Wait a minute. I'm going to give you a little bit more information on that. Uh, but something happened to me on Saturday, just gone. And I thought, now that could be a podcast episode. So we're going to jump in with an episode called Have Your Spiritual Glow Up. Now, before we go any further, uh, Christmas is heading uh, really quickly. Uh, it's not long before it's going to be here. Uh, so I just want to uh, say a couple of things. If you want to if you want to get something for somebody that you think this could be something that really helps them in 2023, uh, then I would love to just mention two books to you. The Bible Book by Book, um, which uh, has now been out a little while, but is the uh, recommended reference book, Bible reference book for the year. Uh, really good book. It's the kind of thing that people could use for Bible studies, uh, kind of thing that people will use if they're writing little talks for youth groups, uh, personal Bible study, talks for others, uh, preaching for the first time, that kind of thing. The Bible book by book. The other book I'd just recommend for 2023 would be What If We Knew What God Knows About Us. Uh, if you want to help somebody walk in the fullness of what God has for them, then What uh, What If We Knew What God Knows About Us uh, is a book that I'd love to just remind you about. You can pick up a copy very easily on Eden or on Amazon. Uh, prefer Eden. Um, maybe that's something for you to, to look at for a gift for somebody else. Now let's jump in. Let's talk about you. Have you had your spiritual glow up? So what is a glow up? What is a glow up? If you know, you know. If you don't, I'm going to tell you. So Saturday morning, uh, my cousin had come down from the north of England, uh, down to London with his daughter. And uh, Grace and Stephen were sat in our cafe with, with Daisy and I. We're just chatting away. And Daisy says, yeah, well, of course, uh, he's recently had a glow up. And I think I just kind of stopped and, and looked at her and was like, what? She went, yeah, he's had a glow up. And I looked at Grace. Grace is a similar age to Daisy. And Grace is nodding. Yeah, 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 yeah. She knows exactly what Daisy's talking about. So I looked at Stephen, my cousin, and he's looking at me very blank faced. No idea. So I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, Daisy, what? What is a glow up? So Daisy gives a very long-winded answer uh, to what a glow-up is. And then Grace gave a very simple answer. She said it's that moment when a teenager goes from uh, being a bit odd-looking to now looking 
like an adult and they now look attractive. I was like, I have never heard this phrase before. So Daisy goes on to explain it to me a little bit more. And you heard the phrase mansplaining. Guys, I, I want to share with you the phrase teensplaining. Uh, if you've never had a teenager uh, over-explain something to you, um, it, it, it's paralyzing. It really is paralyzing. So what is the glow up? A glow up is a personal transformation, uh, which it, it, typically is a physical transformation that happens when somebody goes from being a spotty, strange looking teenager and they suddenly become an attractive young adult. That's apparently the phrase to glow up. It's the moment you go from being an odd-looking teenager to a, an attractive adult, a glow-up. Well, of course, my follow-up statement to this was, wow, like I've never I'd never heard this before. Um, this is new to me. Uh, can I ask the question, do you do you get a second glow-up when you hit 50? Because I feel like I could do I could do with one. And apparently, friends, it's bad news. You you don't get a second glow up at 50. You get a blow up, uh, apparently, at 50. So um, that's not great news. Um, but you do sometimes look at a celebrity and you see a picture of them when they're 21. And then you see a picture of them when they're 55. And you think, oh, they've, they've really matured into their look. So I was kind of hoping there might be a later in life glow up. Apparently not. It only happens in your teenage years. So... A glow up, this moment when you go from being this teenager and you look strange, your teeth look too big for your mouth, you're covered in spots, you're looking awkward, and then you have a glow up, and the next thing you are looking like an attractive young adult. Friends, I want to ask you a question. Have you had your spiritual glow up? Have you had that moment when you have transitioned from being a awkward believer when you know what you believe but it's just awkward and it's not quite working to that moment when you've got some real spiritual swagger and you are now filled with the spirit and you have glowed up and you know who you are you know what you're walking in you've got the confidence that Jesus is with you and you've got the confidence that Jesus has given you everything you need for every spiritual task uh, that is in front of you have you had your spiritual glow up now 1 corinthians 13 11 paul writes this he says when i was a child i talked like a child i thought like a child i reasoned like a child when i became a man i put the ways of childhood behind me friends what i'm talking about here is more than this it's more than what paul's talking about in the terms of putting childish things behind him when we're talking about a spiritual glow up, we're talking about a maturing into the fullness of who you were called and designed to be, walking with the maturity and spiritual swagger of the kingdom. Uh, have you had your spiritual glow up? And I kind of look at my life and think, when, when did my spiritual glow up happen? It probably, for me, happened at some point when I was... I feel like it happened at some point after 25, before 30. I was working for Soul Survivor, Soul Survivor Harrow. It was a church plant from Soul Survivor Watford that Mike Pilavacci uh, leads. Uh, I was kind of like the teaching pastor, uh, leader of Soul Survivor Harrow. And I kind of feel that in those years, uh, something happened where there was just a shift for me. 
uh, just in the confidence. And I think that partly happened uh, because I did a couple of mission trips. I went to Maseno, Kenya, uh, got to experience the work of the Holy Spirit and healings and signs and wonders in a way that I'd never experienced in the UK. Um, I got to experience prophetic gifts and, uh, and, and speaking in tongues. Uh, so there was a whole string of different things that happened to me over those five years that made me have this glow up, this confidence uh, in who I was in Jesus. Uh, and I started to know who I was and what I was capable of in, in him. So have you had your spiritual glow up? It's more than just going from putting childish things behind you to walking in a confidence of the kingdom it's spiritually growing up so that you have all the tools available available to you and you're walking with this maturity with the tools uh knowing who you are and knowing what you're capable of have you had your spiritual glow up i want to talk today about five ways to have your spiritual glow up five different ways or five different shifts that will help you have your spiritual glow up. And the first three, I would say, are the recurring theme in this podcast because you, the first thing, you, ca- you cannot grow as disciples of Jesus without the first three. And they come up in slightly different guises, but the reality is they're all, they're all the same thing. And they, they keep coming up. And they'll keep coming up because uh, until we have actioned these first three points, we're not going to get anywhere. And it seems to me that's where most of us get stuck. So the first three of five ways or five shifts to have a spiritual glow up. Number one, humble yourself and pray. If you are not praying, you will not be seeing uh, the full power of God in your life. It, it is just a simple math equation. It's kind of, if you're not doing this, then you're not going to see the outcomes of this. Um if we don't regularly pray we are not going to have a relationship with god and we're not going to be seeing the things happen that we hope to see in the world and uh, so humbling yourself and praying is step one really on the ladder of spiritually glowing up going from being somebody who's self-sufficient in yourself to being somebody who knows that you are not self-sufficient and that you need him uh, so each of these kind of shifts are shifts away from your immature self to your mature self your immature self says oh i can get i can do this myself i've got everything that i need for everything in front of me i don't need this okay the shift towards prayer says i can't do this i need help i need him to help let me pray so first shift of spiritually growing up will be to humble yourself and pray secondly the second shift is to read the bible and study the Bible. You know, the shift from you know best, your wisdom is the best wisdom. You know what to do. Uh, Let me deal with it. I can do this. Get out of my way. That egocentric version of yourself that claims to think it has all the answers. The second shift moves us away from the immaturity of thinking we know it all to the maturity that says that we don't know anything. We are fools living in the dark and the shift towards studying the bible and learning god's book hearing what he has to say having his wisdom speaking into our lives is the second shift so prayer and the bible two major shifts uh that if you aren't 
walking that. Don't be surprised if you're making foolish decisions and you're not seeing God at work in your life. Uh, just go back to that prayer one for a minute. I've recently had a friend who's been miserable telling me that why is God not at work in their life? But actually, uh, you know, if you, I have said, well, do you pray? Yeah, of course I pray. You push them and like, well, no, I've not prayed because I'm actually quite angry with God. So um, the, there's, there are those who want to see God at work in their life, uh, but actually are not able to pray, are just not functioning in prayer, not willing to get down on their knees and pray to humble themselves. You don't need to get on your knees, by the way. Um, it is possible to think that you are a Christian, that you are uh, a believer, but yet if you're not actioning prayer, then you're not walking in what that means. And then you're wondering why God is not doing what you want him to do because you're not actually praying, persistently praying. So humble yourself and pray. Read the Bible. At three, join a group of like-minded believers. If you are not a part of a church, not part of a small group, not part of a prayer triplet or something like that, if you're not part of a group of like-minded believers, don't be surprised if you're not glowing up. We have to surround ourselves with people who know more than us, love Jesus more than us, and inspire us to be more like them as they pursue Jesus. Get yourself surrounded with people who absolutely adore Jesus and are walking in the wisdom and the maturity of what that means to be a believer. And if you are not surrounding yourself with mature people, then don't be surprised when you are not maturing, uh, when you're being pulled backwards. You know, you're reverting backwards. So five ways or five shifts to have a spiritual glow up. One, humble yourself and pray. Two, read your Bible, study the Bible. Three, join a group of like-minded believers. So those are the first three, and they're the recurring three that you hear all the time uh, in this podcast. So let's just move into then number four and five. So number four, do for others. So I'm going to talk about maturing from your ego self. Uh, when you are a child, the world orientates itself around you. As you mature, you mature away from your ego uh, into this reality that you, the world does not orientate itself around you. Uh, you are not the center of the universe. You might be the center of your universe, uh, but you're not the center of anybody else's universe. Um, so do for others. Matthew seven twelve says this, So in everything do to others what you'd want them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. Do to others. Let's look at what happens during the last meal that Jesus has with his disciples. He washes uh, their feet and then says, Do to each other, wash each other's feet. Uh, what about when Jesus is with Peter? He says, he says feed my sleep. Uh, sleep. <laughs> Very early on a Monday morning. Feed my sheep. Feed my sheep. It's our responsibility to care for others and to be God's hands and feet in the world. That's what gives us uh, a spiritual maturity. Maturing away from an ego self where everything is done for you. You want everybody to run around you. Uh, maturing to a place where you are not the center of the universe, uh, but that you recognize that you are now the hands and feet of Jesus and that you now serve others. 
You are here to not be served, but to serve. Jesus says that he didn't come to to be served, but to serve. And therefore we become the hands and feet of Jesus. So number four, do for others. Recognize that your hands and your feet and your mouth and all the resources that you have in your disposable disposal are there for the purposes of serving him and his kingdom do for others and fifth fifth is this seek out your spiritual gifts if you want to have a spiritual glow up if you want to walk in the fullness of what god has for you uh, being fully the person God designed you to be, then you need to seek out your spiritual gifts. I've got a compilation of spiritual gifts here um, that I've kind of uh, pulled together from Scripture. There'll be others that are mentioned as well. Uh, but here are the, some of the spiritual gifts that you could come across uh, that could be the gifts that God is wanting you to mature in. Uh, what about the, the gift of leadership? Are you somebody who uh, looks at a situation and realizes that I could I could be the one that leads this. I could be the one that creates this. I could be the one who gathers a team of people and we could go somewhere with this. Uh, have you got the gift, the spiritual gift of leadership? Not being bossy, not telling people what to do, but the spiritual gift of leadership, leading others. What about the spiritual gift of administration? For a long time, this gift just got missed off the spiritual gifts it was all about signs and wonders and that kind of stuff the gift of administration seriously friends the gift of administration is a spiritual gift if you can organize if you can plan if you can structure then you are exactly what a leader needs because they need your spiritual gifts to get things done um can you administrate and organize and create uh, yeah, structures, uh, not just in an office, but in events, in the family, in the church family. Are you an administrator? What about the gift of teaching? Uh, have you got the gift to be able to share with others the wisdom of God, uh, articulating it in a way that just makes sense for them? It just feels clear. I get this. This is not complicated. I, I get it. Have you got the gift of teaching? Being able to unpack God's word uh, and be biblically uh, correct. You know, have you got the ability to uh, not just give uh, teaching, but sound teaching? Teaching that edifies people's souls, who, who inspires them, equips them, and gives them what they need to navigate life. Have, have you got the ability to teach? Well, evangelism. Now, friends, uh, this is not the excuse uh, that uh, some have got the gift of evangelism, some haven't. We are all called to make disciples. We are all called to evangelize and share our faith. That's what we're called to. That is just simply what we are called to. But some people have really got a gift and you go, oh my gosh, like this person, they, when they speak about Jesus, it just connects this gift of evangelism. Evangelism and teaching are very similar gifts. Um, uh, teaching is explaining the faith uh, and allowing people to understand it. Evangelism is sharing the faith, uh, allowing people to understand it. Typically, teaching is in the church, and typically, evangelism is outside the church. But that doesn't always go both. You know, it doesn't always have to be that way. Um, but some people have just got this gift of, I can talk about Jesus, and people 
can come to faith can come to believe in jesus because of what i share uh, but we are all called to evangelism to share our faith but some people have just got this spiritual gift what about the gift of shepherding do you care and serve uh, and love people leading others shepherding them caring for them pulling them in seeking out the ones that are lost uh, have you got the gift of shepherd and pastor and look after the flock now shepherding is not something that the the, the leader of a church uh, has to have um, although it's helpful if you're a shepherd to actually be able to shepherd uh, but you know I know that I need to have people in my church who are gifted at shepherding and caring and pastorally serving and drawing others in you need teams of people to do that have you got the gift of shepherding small group leaders uh, you know, this is the kind of gift that a small group leader needs to have to see himself as a shepherd that's gathering in the flock each week to study scripture together. What about the gift of prophecy? Uh, the gift of prophecy is where the Holy Spirit, God, gets to speak to us, might provide us with some spiritual insight for a person or a, or a group. It might give you a picture, a lyric from a song. Uh, it might give you a scene from a movie. Uh, might give you uh, uh, what I call the weird and strange things, things that just don't make sense. Like, what, what does that mean? That doesn't mean anything to me, but actually means something to somebody else. Um, you know, God can speak to us through for, through different means and, and different ways. Uh, sometimes God speaks to me in my gut. I just get this gut feeling. Uh, but the gift of prophecy is where God gives us something that we could share it's either for ourselves or we can share it that is there to edify and to build up and to encourage the church now, there's a difference between the gift of prophecy and the prophet in the old testament the prophet came to critique and to point and to direct modern prophecy that we see is that we you know talk about edifying and building up the church we don't need more people who can point out the problems um a prophet is uh, we actually have a phrase at our church we say uh, no births deaths or marriages if you feel like the Lord is telling you about a birth a death or a marriage come and share it with us and uh, we can hold it and we can weigh it up and see if it's something to be shared uh, but those kind of things we said you know, don't share those things publicly in church because you just don't know what somebody's dealing with right now but the gift of prophecy is where God gets to speak into somebody's life uh, have you got the gift of prophecy uh, I grew in the gift of prophecy uh, when I was in those later 20s and uh, I read a book called Prophesy and uh, by a guy called Bruce Collins and it was a great simple book exploring the gift of prophecy uh, and you can still pick up pick, uh, copies today, it's published by New Wine and it was such a great book on prophecy, I found that really helpful. What about the gift of serving and service? Uh, the gift of serving and and, and um, uh, you know, you could talk about that sense of washing the feet, uh, putting out the hospitality, pulling out the hoover. Some of us have just got a gift to serve and care for others, to make a space where others feel valued and others feel loved. The gift of service, making sure that everybody has got what they need. What about the gift of mercy or giving mercy? You know, can you empathize with others who are hurting? Can you seek them out and can you comfort them? You know, some ways you can say, well, this sounds a little bit like shepherding, Chris, but but the gift of mercy, um, creating a safe place for somebody who is grieving or is or who is in pain. 
the spiritual gift of mercy, giving a space for people to be, to rest, to know they're safe. That is the gift of mercy. We find that in Scripture. We also have another gift in Scripture, which is a strange name, but the gift of exhortation. A better way of saying it might be uh, being empathetic. Um, can you counsel people with practical Bible-based solutions? Uh, can you give people a larger vision uh, or an idea behind a problem or a solution? Uh, I heard a, a friend, I overheard a friend talking to somebody at church uh, just this weekend about a problem that were, they were having. And this friend turned to them and just said, hey, you could see a positive uh, in this situation rather than seeing it as a negative. You could choose to see a positive here uh, and change your perspective on it. I was like, ah, what they're doing is they're being empathetic. They're trying to help them, but they're actually coaching them in a bigger vision. See another way around this. The gift of being empathetic or exhortation. What about then the gift of giving? Uh, giving often is associated with tithing and offering and financial giving. But actually, the gift of giving can be more than finance. It's the gift of baking a cake to deliver to somebody. It's the gift where you make them a meal. It's the gift where you might give somebody your coat. The gift of giving, giving away and being generous is a spiritual gift. And then this last one uh, isn't uh, necessarily um, named in this way, but it's a general gift for all of us. And it's the gift of praying for people. It's the gift of praying for miracles and signs and wonders in somebody's life. Uh, we have all got the ability to say, can I pray for you? Can I speak God's blessing over your life? We've all got this. And if you want to have a spiritual glow up, then for me, this is the easiest place to start in having that glow up. Having the confidence to say, can I just pray for you with that? And when they say yes, surprise them by saying, right now, I want to pray for you right now. Uh, the numbers of times I've been walking past uh, somebody in the street, seeing them and we ended up having a conversation, maybe somebody that I know loosely, and ended up saying, hey, that sounds terrific. Can I pray for you right now? I have that, you know, that moment of saying, I want God to interrupt your life today, not tonight when I'm praying, but right now. Being able and willing to pray for people, asking for miracles, asking for signs and wonders, asking for healing. Um, this gift of prayer and praying over somebody and praying with somebody and doing it in public is, is a major glow up. Being confident to say to somebody, can I pray for you right now, is a major spiritual glow up so friends have you had your spiritual glow up if you have not there's five shifts uh, to move you away from your ego self to the the jesus shaped self that he wants for you um, the invitation is to glow up to grow up to mature uh, to become an adult in the faith where you're walking with the gifts of the spirit walking with the confidence that God wants you to have, uh, filled with his presence, uh, so that we may be functioning uh, at the level that he wants us to function at. So friends, there you go. That's today's episode. Have you had your spiritual glow up? Friends, have a great week. I pray this has been a blessing for you. Do give it a share. Leave us a comment. Until next time, grace and peace. Peace.